starts now. Sean Connery. For some, best known as the best Bond, for others, the Bond actor who daringly took on Zardoz, died at the age of 90 recently. Alex Trebek, the face of Jeopardy for, it seems like forever, and a proud Canadian, died at age 80. Earlier this year, we added Kirk Douglas, Regis Philbin, and Terry Jones to the list. We started the year with the surprising announcement of the death of Rush drummer Neil Peart, followed shortly by basketball legend Kobe Bryant. More recent was Eddie Van Halen. Why do these deaths resonate? Is it because of the personalities that have touched us? Their presence on our TVs, in our stereos and music players, in our culture? Is it the work that has inspired us? Some went far too soon. Others lived to very old age and hadn't been active in years. So what is it about death and celebrity that so profoundly touches us? Celebrities have a way of inadvertently getting into our lives, sometimes in ways that family members can't even rival. I had a grade 8 teacher who, by the way, was excellent. He liked to challenge us intellectually, somewhat less traditionally. We had a class discussion about a famous person who had died. He asked us why we felt sorry, why we grieved. Feeling sad upon someone's death was a selfish feeling, wasn't it? Or so the class discussion was provoked. It was because we wanted that person to continue to be around, to gratify us with his talent, with her company, with their presence. But isn't that a selfish response? When David Bowie died, I remember someone who worked in the same office who needed to take a few personal days to recover, couldn't function with that news. I think that co-worker was more devastated than Bowie himself, who was quoted as saying, I don't know where I'm going from here, but I promise it won't be boring. It's always sad, we can't help it. Even when someone has had a wonderful life, living well beyond 100 years of age, which is increasingly a realistic lifespan, death affects everyone differently, but it affects us all. Yet I don't think we really have a handle on accepting death as part of the cycle of life, a natural end of this life. Celebrities are often larger than life so large that it's difficult to accept the reality that death affects even them. There are some cultures that look at death a little differently. Dia de los Muertos, the Day of the Dead, a Mexican celebration of giving tribute and paying respect to deceased family members. It's actually kind of interesting as a side note that Day of the Dead celebrations were localized around the state of Oaxaca. It wasn't until the James Bond film depicting this celebration as national, with a parade on Reforma Avenue in Mexico City, that the Dia de Muertos celebrations spread beyond their original locale. For anyone unfamiliar with the Day of the Dead celebrations, watch the Disney film Coco. It's actually pretty good at showing what it's all about. The traditions vary, and so do some explanations. But at its core, it's about tribute, respect, and keeping the memories of the dearly departed near and dear. I don't know if there are any answers to this. I certainly don't claim to have any. I guess it's just that with 2020's growing list of deceased celebrities, I wonder how we can apply that same amount of reverence and respect to those who die without celebrity and fame. Visit stephenchristiansen.ca for more episodes. This podcast is available on all premium streaming platforms, including Anchor, Google, Amazon, Spotify, and TuneIn. I'm Stephen Christiansen. Thanks for listening.
production of Stephen Christensen. Podcast complete.